If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This episode of Podcast Unlocked is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash unlocked for your free audiobook download. Podcast Unlocked. Oh my goodness. We're finally all back. Uh, You're on Podcast Unlocked, episode 112. It is September 11th, 2013. My name's Ryan McCaffrey. Welcoming back the uh, forgotten child, Mitch Dyer. I'm, I've returned. <laughs> the, prodigal the prodigal son, son has returned home to yeah. us. I'm glad uh, to be back. You're like Bruce Wayne, having gone away. We declared you dead. Yeah, this is my we first just... time in this new podcast room doing a podcast unlocked. Yeah. Oh, uh, since I did the since thing? Destin reimagined it yeah i like that dustin better. can't say like, oh, since it was redesigned like since i made this a thing since i made this i did all this i know you, you did. did all this <laughs> I know. You did. You're just really i'm taking credit for things it. i did there's, there's no int dustin <laughs> oh you mean since i did all of this <laughs> that's fine i always say ign is my website i never say like oh Take go that to our website like go to, go to my website so uh are you happy to be back or do you just, I am. did you like living out of a suitcase for the last month nope still haven't done laundry either it's just, <laughs> I have a bunch of shitty video game t-shirts, and that's what I'm living on right now. Sounds about right. Yeah. You're living on top of them? No. No. No, No, that's all the the good shirts. They're totally depleted. I need laundry so bad. Oh, Marty Sleva, how are you, my friend? I am doing really well. Soon I'm going to be like Mitch. I'm going to become a a nomad. Yeah. Yeah, you're off to TGS, the Tokyo Game Show, next week. We will not see you on the show. Yeah. Maybe. At least not here. No, we're gonna try to uh, we're gonna try to do something there. We we already have some appointments for some pretty cool uh, Xbox One demos. So yeah, some stuff we haven't checked in on in a while. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Japanese centric Crimson games. Dragon, right? Yeah, I think we talked about. Yeah, Crimson Dragon, Panzer uh, Dragoon. Sure, we're just doing it now. It's uh, an announced D- game. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Uh, D4, which is uh, a game I'm curious about. Yeah, but also yeah. Terrified What's of? D4? That's the uh, sweary game. The guy who did uh, what's it called? SWRY, not profanity. Yeah. F and the K in the coffee or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm talking about. I know right. what's up. I'm with you. Yeah. I have no idea what's going on. Are you, Marty? Have you been to TGS before? Never been to TGS. Never so been to are Tokyo. You, you seem like the kind of guy that would be really psyched to go to TGS. I am. Yeah. I'm super stoked. Uh, yeah. We're spending a few a days beforehand. A type. 
Uh, white beard, beard gets excited. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like they have he sake just, there. He's a Marty's. Yeah. A, I meant Marty's a worldly guy. He is like cultured. He likes. Yeah, he he smokes cigars and drinks a lot, and it <laughs> just has all of his like, anime figurines yeah, on his desk. He just seems like the kind of guy that would would relish a trip to Japan. I can't I, wait I'm, to see Marty there. Arigato Gozimas. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's as Wisconsin Pie. Wow. When Dustin starts like coming off more culture than I am. That was awesome. I like that it took all of us a full, like, hang on, I have to actually say this out loud to understand what it is. Y'all got any of those sushis here? <laughs> Yo, give me a bottle of sake. Domo. And uh, hi, Dustin Legary down hey, what's the, up? at the end of the yeah. Dustin's also going to TGS with me. Yeah, I'm going yeah. with Marty. Taking half the show. Yeah. That's the Which only way I know how to say thank you in Japanese. Gamescom when we're in Justin trouble. and I were there. So, turnabout is fair play, I suppose. So, uh, yeah, well, Destin, have you been to TGS before? Uh, no. no, no. Are you never been to Tokyo? Are you terrified or thrilled? Uh, I'm a little excited, you know, to get go over there. Well, <laughs> I'm a little excited. Well, a little excited. A friend of mine lives there. Uh, Cheap ass gamer, you know, TPD. TPD. He lives there, and uh, I talked to him yesterday, and uh, we're gonna see if we can meet up. He can show me some arcades and stuff like that when we have time. So I'm excited to see that. Oh, and TGS is happening. Oh, that. So yeah, that, that to be disappointed thing, by the arcades. Really? I it's, doubt it. Not in Tokyo. Bleak. No, it's bleak. Is it? Yes. It's oh. all pachinko. Oh, okay. I, like, I like pachinko. Then you're in for a treat. Yeah, <laughs> I could just play Peggle. Yeah. I'll much. just go in there. It'll be all like Street Fighter, Tekken, all the fighters. Not, nope. Probably. Not, not how things work. Not how things work. We shall see. Okay. Send photos. <laughs> well, uh... It's me with a broken down Street Fighter 4 <laughs> machine crying. What? What is What is this note you have written, Mitch? Uh, that's... Is that English? Yeah. No, no, it's... <laughs> what is that? Arigato that... Gozimas. Nailed it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's going to be the name of the episode. Yep. Oh, oh, I see. I don't okay. know how that's going to Instead of Arigato Gozimas? We'll figure out a way. It's not in the blog roll headline, because we want people to actually nope. click on yep. this. <laughs> That'll just be the episode title. One's not no even a letter. No value at all. <laughs> yeah, zero. No one will ever find this show. It'll be great. All right, so... Uh... Lots going on. We're starting. Things Indeed. are really picking up. I mean, not that they haven't been busy, but it's sort of starting to feel the weight of the entire fall starting to it's coming. crush me like the garbage dump disposal thing in Star Wars. Hey, guess what? Ten weeks from PS4 and 12 weeks from Xbox One. Wow. And one weeks from GTA. Yeah, that. Yep. yep. Yeah. Six days. Yeah. Six, yeah. Is today Wednesday? It is. Thank God. <laughs> not it <was> Tuesday. <laughs> It is Wednesday, yeah. So six days from GTA Five. Uh, the review will be coming soon. And so, gentlemen, yeah, are you psyched? Are you uh, beyond psyched? Are you taking time off, or are you just gonna play it whenever? I'm gonna play it uh, next week. I'm going to LA to hang out with a friend, and we're just gonna play it like yeah. drug addicts, and it's gonna nice. be awesome. Uh, that is the best way to play it, even though yeah. e- even just in single player, to just it, GTA is such a great spectator sport. Yeah, isn't it? like I have no problem like handing off the controller and just like drinking a beer and watching someone yeah. play a game. I did that with my buddy Robert for GTA Four. That's what's up. We would just took turns and we would just like listen to the listen to Laszlo on yep. the radio yep. and go laugh our asses off at the in-game internet stuff. Yep. And yeah. I just hope the mission structure is better than Four. <laughs> you didn't like in it. In what way? Let's be specific. In that, so my problem with GTA 4, and I've gone on about this a hundred times, so I'll keep it brief, is that in GTA 4, I feel like you did not have the liberty that you were promised, in that you could try to sabotage a mission by being like, okay, if this guy tries to escape, I'm going to put this car out the back right. door and block the door. Nope, car just vanishes, he goes out the back yeah. door. 
there are times where your objective is to kill somebody, and you can try like hell to kill them, but because they're part of a story mission, a scripted sequence, you actually have to just follow them. It was it was very yeah. misleading, and a lot of the time the missions just kind of boil down to go to a place, find a guy, either kill him or escort him to the end. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's whereas in in the the GTA three tr- trilogy last gen. You could absolutely do the things you said. That, yeah. was, that was part of what made it such a revelation. Yeah. Is like, okay, this guy is coming out of a nightclub. You need to, like, follow him and kill him. But you could – so you could actually follow him in the car. Or you could get up on the adjacent roof with a sniper yep. rifle yep. and just and pop just, like, his head off. Him. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, That's right. Yeah. So – and that – you're right. Exactly right. That kind of – those kind of things did fall by the wayside in exchange for – you know, quote unquote, cinematic effect. Yeah, for, it's the but, advancement of video games and having like a negative effect on the actual gameplay. Well, on a sandbox game in particular, because totally. these were scripted linear missions. Yep. Held within an open world sandbox. Yeah. So yeah, valid concern. We'll see. I mean, they they've said time and again it you know that GTA Five is supposed to embrace the zaniness again, right. and let's hope that that they do get back to some more of those uh, re- real open-world things because they've got themselves a hell of an open world. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. And the, the I, just, map... I, I love Heist so much, you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, much. The map leak, courtesy of uh, the strategy guide fellas yep. at Brady Games, yep. the, the world map, you know, the uh, and it's it's a little... Uh, it's, it's, it's big, big. McLarge huge. Yeah, big time. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not... It looks like a Ninja place. Turtle, too. Did you see that? How is that the best GIF of all time? That is really that is really great. Can we put that GIF in? That GIF, I'm going to embed it in the, the post. Today. Okay. See, now so, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's it. really good. Well, you'll have to check IGN period com. I will. Yeah. I will make sure Once to you do see that. it, you can't unsee it. Can we it. embed GIFs? Yeah, we've done GIF articles before. Yeah, yeah, it's doable. All right. Excellent. Looking forward to that. You'll you'll make up for our ruined SEO on your on the naming of the show. <laughs> with, get with the, uh, goes a mask. Uh, Dustin, say something else funny so we can come up with a new episode title. Go. Uh, I'll come up with it eventually. Don't worry. Are you excited right. for? GTA? I'm looking for Ninja Turtles. Future. Yeah, I'm excited to play it. I can't like uh, I don't even really know what to expect. I've been kind of trying to avoid you know yeah. uh, seeing anything I can about it. I know it has multiplayer, so yep. I'll be excited. Well, to well eventually, not yet. not yeah. not, to, not next week. Not oh till, really? Not till October first. There's been I some keep thinking confu- December, and I don't know why. Yeah, there's been some confusion about this on Twitter. Uh, people keep asking me. So if you're listening to the show, let's state it, it clearly here. What kind of? Sorry, you GTA multiplayer is GTA Online, <coughs> which will come out on October first as a free download through your copy of GTA Five. Yeah, so yeah. as long as you have GTA Five, you will be able to play multiplayer. It's a crazy, ambitious, big-ass multiplayer thing. Yeah. But it just doesn't come online, literally, until uh, October 1. Sure. So gotcha. there you go. Okay. I'm really excited for that, too. Yeah, yeah so am I. I. I'm stoked for both. I mean, uh, I know it's, you know, I should be more excited for next-gen consoles, and I am. But this is, this game, I, I've been covering it. Uh, and I'm getting more and more excited the more I cover it. You know, I got to go out to Rockstar and play it a yeah. few weeks ago, and it's uh, it's it's just ridiculous how much is going on. See, in that I'm game. still way more excited for Watch Dogs, and not even because yeah. it's this flashy new next gen thing. Yeah. I just, you, I love the gameplay yeah. systems of that, like the hacking and the the digital infiltration stuff is way up my alley. Yeah, it's not like based in reality. It's like sort of like in the hacker universe, yeah, it's like a pseudo so. future sci fi yeah. thing yeah. Mm-hmm. where everything is a little more. You know, techno porny than usual. Mm-hmm. I can get behind that so hard. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I techno porn so hard. Techno porn and getting behind <laughs> so it so hard. <laughs> yeah, new podcast title. 
<laughs> no, it's not there. Not, Techno not that porn good. so hard. I, uh, I mean, I get you know the the mission criticisms from four are valid, but for me, uh, every GTA has been worth just the world itself. The listening to the radio, yep, watching the TV yep. stuff, you know, just all the the non gameplay things yeah. mm-hmm. are alone worth. They're all the. the I just I really gel with their sense of humor. In that yeah, game, their so. world building is uh, you know sort of in the upper echelon. You know, not even outside, sort of like I mean outside. Well, I, I, I'm not going to say that they are unequivocally number one, but they. Uh, I mean, even like Red Dead's world is just impeccable. Yeah, like, that's, that's pretty time. Yeah. How about that Rockstar table tennis universe? Oh my god! Yeah, those shorts. Oh man! Yeah. Yeah, that game was real good though. Uh, that, I love that game. That <laughs> awesome. that game. Yeah, one of my favorites. Well, apparently it's sort of they've kind of put it into GTA Five game of the year via uh, there's there's tennis that you can play in multiplayer. By I the way, I don't want none of this tennis bullshit, Ryan. <laughs> I don't want to have to run from one side no. of a court to another. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, sorry, Mitch. I want to tower over the court <laughs> like I like I'm a giant. Well, like I'm a giant. Is that like a giant magician? No, <laughs> like I am a giant. Oh, oh, <laughs> like I'm a giant. <laughs> All right. Man, I wish I was a giant ma- magician. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Not only am I a giant, but I can cast spells. So Giant spells. <laughs> <laughs> well. uh, before we get to Destin's 10-minute Twitter talk this yep. week, mm-hmm. we'll do another round of Get to Know Your Locksmiths. I thought oh, yeah. a good one. Uh, this one was inspired by – I had lunch with our new guy, Vince Ingenito. Who will... And he asked, what was your lowest point in life? No, <laughs> 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 <Whoa>. <laughs> Just kidding. You're That's actually not far off because <laughs> I wrote it. I've, I wrote it down on mine, but not any of your guys' because I forgot till the last second. Yeah, but um, no, I was getting over. And well, actually, we'll, maybe we'll have Vince on next week while yeah. you guys are, are yeah, away. Definitely. We'll we'll, uh, we'll introduce him to the, the yeah team, the unlocked audience. But uh, Vince and I were were Jeez. talking about we're just getting to know each other a little better. Uh, I've known Vince for a little while, but obviously now that he's here at IGN, just uh, really getting to know the. The man that is the man behind the beard, you know. Yes. Well, there, there's he doesn't have a beard compared to Marty. None of us. A few have men beards. do. Hey, it got trimmed. <laughs> a little trimming. It, did. it looks nice. A little trimming. But this, all right, just getting a little, maybe a little, a little serious this week. Uh, is, is there a game that you guys have played in your life that got you through a difficult time? Yep. Oh, that's a great that, question. I thought that might be an interesting question because yep. that's actually what Vince and I talked about when we went out to lunch because we each. We were talking about some stuff, and I'll get to I'll get to me in a second. But I'll start. Is Vince all right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. Vince, He's well, fine. Imagine. Hey, man. Yeah. So I went through a really because I'm time. playing Final this Fantasy, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really helping me. Well, you know, we got on. To, we got to talking about uh, various life events. He re- he mentioned uh, that one of the inspirations for him to to get into, you know, writing about games and, and ultimately ending up at IGN was. Was a, a blog post that Greg, our own Greg Miller, did a That's few right. years back mm-hmm. about Infamous, about mm-hmm. why he wasn't yeah. going to review Infamous Two because Infamous One was a very, very special game to him because it helped get him through his divorce uh, some mm-hmm. years back. And so then Vince and I started trading stories. So. Um, so that's that's where the, this question comes from. Is there a game that you guys have played that got you through a difficult time in your life? Destin Legary. Okay, I'll start. Um, yeah, uh, Fallout 3, and, uh, you know, I started playing it when That's I was in a relationship, classic. and, uh, you know, uh, we broke up, yep. you know, so it helped me through that, yep. and then a few months later, uh, I started having chest pains, found out 
I had to get my gallbladder removed. Ooh, and, you know, cool. like playing Fallout distracted me from all that uh, just enough that it kind of helped me through those situations, you know. Yep. Yeah, or that... Fallout 3 caused it all. <laughs> no, Fallout 3 didn't. It's too intense. Fallout 3 destroyed my gallbladder. <laughs> the surgery was really, really scary for me yeah. uh, because I didn't have insurance Oof, at my, oh at my, my. old job. That sucks. Wait, and, uh, you, were you in Canada then? No, I was in Texas. No. And uh, my job there didn't have health insurance, so, you know, I just – I had to get it done or I could die. Yeah. So, you know, I had that to worry about, you know, and everything else that was going on. That was a really rough time. Man. But, uh, yeah. So uh, did you – now are you able to go back to Fallout 3 now? Do you ever go back or is it something that you just sort of leave in the past with that time? Um, I could go back and play it again, but sometimes hearing a certain song reminds me, you know, because they play those same songs over yep. and over again. It'll just kind of remind me of that period of my life. I've obviously moved past it. Sure. But, uh, yeah, it was definitely like – it definitely helped me get over that whole situation. Mitch? Uh, I had a brutal falling out with a friend once and played Persona over, like, the holiday that followed immediately. Yeah. And I went home, and I was like, oh, check out Persona. This game seems pretty cool. And it's like, that is one of the most deep and involving games about friendship I have ever played. Persona 4? 4, yeah. Yeah. And it was just, like, this intensely profound experience where everything about it is, like, oh, maintaining a balance about relationships with, like, your best friend and like meeting girls and all this weird yep. strangely applicable stuff and all of the character developments like the way those characters change over time and the stuff you learn about them you're like oh my god like that's me that's <laughs> yeah. me and that's this other person I know and this is Marty like you just you start applying yeah. all these things you know yeah. about people around you to the per- to the people in that game and it like that game came to life and i it was one of those things where it was half escapist fantasy where it's like i just want to distract myself yeah, from sure. being bummed out right now for 60 hours over the course of a jrpg and also this like an awesome game on its own but also an amazing character analysis of all of these different personalities and the kind of people you meet yeah the game is awesome yeah. so uh for me it was it's it's a little different it's not a game that got me through something it's just a game that I was in the middle of that will now forever be associated with oh, this great. event. So uh, I'm going to bring the show down okay. for a second. So <laughs> I apologize right. to in advance to everyone. But things are good now. Let's just <laughs> preface it that way. But yeah. um, what was that? I guess it would have been five or six years ago now. Uh, I get home. I get home from from work, and uh, my wife at the time, I was because I've I was married before. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Uh, says, uh, uh, well, all right. Long story short. She's having an affair with her twice as old as her boss and leaves. Like, just says, see ya, I'm out. Right. So, uh, then, like, leaves for the weekend to go back to her parents to sort it out. Ends up, obviously ends up, uh, never comes back, which ended up fine. All is well now, but... You have a better wife now. I actually, very much, (laughs) very much so. I I, I traded way up in life. You traded your wife at uh, GameStop, and you upgraded it. Yeah, except I got, like, there was, like, an error, and I got, like, way more, like, way more... $500 in credit. Way more credit. I got, like, 500 in exchange for, yeah. But no, um... And yeah, I, so weird comparison. In exchange for a copy of, like, Madden 2001 on PS2. Uh, but I was reviewing at the time. I was I was reviewing that weekend. So I was by myself, and I had to do this review that weekend for Sega Superstars Tennis. <laughs> like an otherwise completely meaningless game. But all of a sudden, I'm just like, 
Ugh. You're the but, only I mean, one I love. Sonic. I guess I mean it did. I guess it kind of, <laughs> sort of distracted, but not really because it wasn't good enough to distract me, and it wasn't bad enough to be like, oh my god, this game is so terrible. But it, yeah, so it's just it will forever. Like anytime anyone ever mentions that game, which of course no one has, <laughs> fortunately, uh, yeah, fortunately, <laughs> you're good or, to go. Or if I just you know ever you know th- were to think about that game, it's just like always tied to oh yeah that game that that's the game that was happening when when this terrible thing happened. But I I just imagine Sega. <laughs> I imagine your review positives. Okay, tennis mechanics. Negative. Cons, little no leggy. Life. Negative. I hate her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it is, it is funny you mentioned that because when, when Vince and I were, were talking about because he, he was married once as well, so oh, yeah. we, were, we were sharing stories. And um, I, I was saying, like, boy, I haven't, like, I never went back and reread that review later. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I wonder if I went back and reread it if, I, if, it, if it's, like, the best review I've ever written, yeah. like, if mm. I went into it, like, some other zone, or if yeah. it's, like, the worst review I've <laughs> yeah, ever yeah. written, and it's just terrible, I wonder if I because I was emotionally the... distraught. Yeah, I want to go back and read that and see if I can, like, see the rage between yeah. the <laughs> Yeah, I can bring it in. It's, oh, it, it that exists. is so great. It's, is it online? It's no. probably not online, because it's from, it you know, a, the website. A, a while ago, yeah. 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 The so, plethora but... of faults with this game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that was my oh, weird game. So, uh, Mark, right, yeah, Mark, yeah, yeah, um, a game that hope- hopefully, unlike my games, hopefully it got you through a difficult. It did. Time. It did. It was. Uh, so I moved out here uh, when I moved from Wisconsin. Uh, a lot of it. It was because I graduated college, but also I had a breakup and sort of just got fed up with everything. It was like I will not get over this until, unless I put you know twenty five hundred miles between me and this person. Right. Uh, so did that and moved out here with two friends, but they we found an apartment and so and they stayed in Wisconsin the rest of the summer and so for like two months I was in the apartment by myself, and we didn't have furniture left like we didn't even have lamps I think like uh, for the first like week I was just in darkness at night and I had my 360 and so I hooked it up and it was right when Braid came out oh, yeah man. and so I'm wow. playing in an empty apartment I just like with like. A bottle of scotch and braid, <laughs> and I'm playing be, through that's it. Like and, a nuclear, and so like the whole time I'm like, well, this is Are just you a Max puzzle. Payne? Like <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I'm just like narrating in second Max person. Payne loves John Blow. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, um, so I'm playing the game the whole time. I'm like, oh, this is just like a really like well designed, beautiful puzzle game with really interesting mechanics. But well, I'm going to spoil it because you know. The statue of limitations. So you get to the end of the game, and in this final level, like when you think you're finally about to save, you know, the princess and this woman that you've been been chasing after the entire game, time begins to rewind, and you realize that you're not that she's running away from you, that she wants nothing to do with you, and that what you thought was the villain is actually her here, like her knight in shining armor, and the reason she left you is because you couldn't balance like work with her and. Like, you didn't realize, like, a good thing you had, right. you know, before it was gone. Uh, and so I get to that point in the game, I'm like, well, just fuck you. Like, <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. This happened. All right. Like, you got me, Jonathan Blow. I don't know Boy. if you were, like, spying on me through college. You picked but... the wrong game to play <laughs> for. Um, yeah, but it's, it is one of those games. Like, I, I, I go back. I play that game probably every year. That's probably one of my top five of the generation. It's really um, good. And, yeah, I can replay that game forever, so. Interesting. Well, we got an interesting assortment. Yeah. So, Fallout, Persona 4, Braid, and Sega Superstars Tennis. <laughs> One of these things, ladies is not and like gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> well, that has been Get to Know Your Locksmiths. 
I thought that was a good. That was a good. That was, that was, yeah, that was fun. Uh, maybe a little TMI. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, no, this is definitely the the episode title is now definitely Real Talk Edition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like if you wanted to get to know us, you got to know us a little bit this week. All right, we'll come back do a uh, ten minute Twitter talk with Destin, and of course the news right after this. This podcast is brought to you by Audible, a provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 titles to choose from. For listeners of Podcast Unlocked, Audible is offering a free audiobook download when you sign up for a free 30-day trial. If you're not already quoting from it every day, may we suggest checking out Ready Player One by Ernest Cline. It's like The Matrix mixed with video games, Star Wars, and transforming Japanese robots. And we love it. To get started, head to audiblepodcast.com unlocked and follow the instructions to get your free audiobook. On with the show. IGN's Xbox 360 Podcast, the Podcast Unlocked, presents the News Unlocked! All right. Mitch, you found my Sega Superstars yeah. tennis review? Yeah. I am. Uh, it's very short, actually. I hate what? you so much. <laughs> All right, you, you could have built well, it out a little bit. I'm sorry. Well, I'm also you. You brought it up as I'm reading it. I'm it like, was uh, yeah. my thoughts so far not very long. <laughs> it was a magazine. We, it was yeah. probably a, a third of a page review. Yeah. So far, it's yeah, it's a review. You, you can't tell that it was that it's masking a lot of pain. No. Good. That no. means I did my job. It's hard to believe it's been 52 <laughs> weeks since the last Sega Tennis game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! When when April uh, when Rose left Sonic <laughs> for to run off with Knuckles, <laughs> I broke my controller. All right, uh, it is time for oh, ten minute man. Twitter talk, our fun little video segment that our own Destin Legary mm-hmm. spearheads. Destin, what is the topic this week? Set the clock and let's roll, my friend. All right, so today it's all about uh, the Steam family sharing plan. I've heard of that. Versus, That's a PC thing. Why are we talking about that? Yeah. Versus Xbox One's original sharing plan. Why is mm. Steam's announcement great, but Microsoft's a failure? I wanted to see what you guys thought. Question. Give us yeah, give us the quick <laughs> overview on the Steam thing, real quick for the for uh, viewers that might not have. Yeah, so it's uh, Valve announced a uh, family Marty, sharing plan. Or, Mitch, you wrote the story. There we go. Marv? Marty, Marv? you have a nice beard. Marv? 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 Yeah. Marv? <laughs> Two M names in the middle. I got confused. All right, that's it's been a really Twitter talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is the best thing awesome. we've ever done. I need done. to learn things. Oh, All right, so Valve announced a family sharing plan. So, mm-hmm. Marty, you and I, as mm-hmm. best friends on the yep. universe, can now share, e- or, well, in the coming weeks, we'll be able to share accounts. Okay. So... You share your library with me. I share my library with you. That's awesome. If you see, like, oh, I've never played Red Faction Guerrilla. I don't want to spend, you know, 10, 20 bucks on it. I'm going to just jump into Mitch's account and play it. You can just do that. You can install anything that I own as long as I am not logged in and playing. Oh, that's Very incredible. similar to Microsoft's original Xbox One family sharing plan. I want to point out, I totally called this the day they announced that. I was <laughs> like, oh, it's Steam will do this in six months. Here we are. <sighs> this is really M- great. Mitch Stradamus. Yeah. But Microsoft took it away, and now all we have is the gold sharing, where mm-hmm. you can log into your account on my machine and play my games, which is still really cool, but it's not as flexible and it's not as generous. It's a lot more It's not as far-reaching. As, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's not quite you on any device that you have that can play Steam games. You log in, and you just click over to Mitch's library, and you play whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost like sharing your iTunes library, Yeah, right? yeah. Same thing. Yeah, I mean, the idea is that you are sharing video games with somebody yeah. in a way that you can never do with digi- digital. It's a hard word, yeah. apparently. So <laughs> where was Microsoft's failure in this? Where Was everybody just caught up in the DRM issue? What do you think? Yeah, I feel like Basically. I can barely remember where family sharing fell off the uh, – at a certain point, it just kind of got lost amid something else. 
that they got rid of. I like how they got rid of Always Online. So with that, family sharing's gone. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. And I don't know why that went part and parcel with that. So they were saying, like, we'll get rid of the Always Online, but you're going to lose family sharing. And people well, actually were like, that's the one thing I liked about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's because it was I, an amazing feature. If I remember right, family sharing was never going to be at launch. If I, if I, I believe so. Yeah. I think it was going to come online It's later. one of those things where it was like Sony's Gaikai where they say – they keep showing it and they keep talking about it, but it's not a launch feature at all. Yeah. Has yeah, Microsoft that, said that it could still come back? Yep. You have. They, yeah, there's they keep a, saying that. Yeah, they keep saying, you know, maybe we'll add it back later. And I'm, sure, I'm sure they absolutely will mm-hmm. uh, at this point. One, because they've talked about it so much that they kind of have to. But two, seeing the reaction to this Valve thing is insane. People are so excited, obviously, because it's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. plus the fact that, that – Xbox Live, you know, Xbox One is trying to be Steam. It yeah. wants to be Steam. Yeah. Desperately. And it's a good thing for all of us if it is Steam. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, they absolutely will follow suit in time. Like, right now, I already do that on Steam. You're probably not supposed to, but if I'm like, so-and-so has a game I need to play for work, hey, do you mind if I just use the game on your account sure. for a day or two? Sure. You know, like, okay, yeah, I'll touch you your code. Yeah, that's how I played Outlast. And, uh... You know, instead of reaching out to the publisher, I just play that game for a night, and then I'm like, thank you for letting me use your account for that time. Yep. You know, now they're just making it way easier. Then yeah, you yeah. don't have to go through those uh, It's, it's crazy how generous this thing is, too, right? Like, there's no restrictions. There's no – well, there, there are restrictions in that, like, if you need to boot Far Cry 3 via Uplay, you can't share mm-hmm. it because I need my Uplay account. And, oh, I don't own Far Cry 3 on my And Uplay if the account holder logs in, the other person either has to buy the game or get off. Yeah. And okay. it, they make it fairly clear that it's like if Ryan's playing something and I jump onto my account and want to play something, it will tell him, hey, like, you have to go because Mitch... Daddy's home. Yeah, Time's exactly, <laughs> yeah. But I figure that, like, that will never be a problem, right? Like, if I'm sharing my account with someone, I probably trust them, I probably know them, I'm probably going to be able to get in touch with them and say, hey, I'm going to be home tonight to play X. Right? Yeah, yeah. What if get, I'm playing, what if I'm playing Outlast on Marty's account and he wants to play Amnesia on his account? Can he play Amnesia while I play no, Amnesia? No, it's no. one at a time. It's one, one person account to be on active. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, one but, I mean, that's, like, small price to pay for a free say. infinite video game. Yeah, yeah, especially when you consider, yeah. like, anyone who is friends with us can play all of our games pretty much 12 hours a day while we're at work. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like, exactly. we're obviously not playing PC games at work. Well, Dustin does sometimes, but, mm-hmm. like, yeah. But yeah, this library is a case free. where friends who maybe, like, don't have a great PC and don't really play a lot of PC games can now... Log into your account, and they can say, oh, this seems really interesting. I guess I would not have played this if I yeah. had to buy it for $40, but it's just here. This, when you, this is when you start making them international friends. Mm-hmm. They See, go to bed. There are region logs. Oh, there are region yeah, logs. Yeah. Oh, so okay. If someone in the U.K. can't access a game in the States, they can't access it via sharing. Yeah, interesting. Do you guys feel like this was an Xbox One sort of killer app, we'll call it, that they lost? It wouldn't have been to this degree, no. right? I mean, this is this is epic in a way that Xbox One couldn't even competed with. If mm-hmm. Xbox One still had family sharing as it was originally promised, this still would have been like, whoa, suck it, Microsoft, because the Steam library is so massive. Mm-hmm. And if, like, Destin, if you log into my account and you want to play uh, Sleeping Dogs, you also get all the DLC I purchased. Like, you're, if you love that game and On you play Steam? through it, yeah, you can just jump into the DLC chapters and mm-hmm. play the expansion packs and stuff like oh, that. Cool. Anything I own is yours to play. That's insane. And there are hundreds and hundreds, probably thousands of games on Steam, yeah. uh, most of which are, mo- <laughs> you know, worth playing. Yeah. Well, uh, I did reach out to some people on Twitter, and I kind of asked them, like, how did how is this working for Steam but not for Microsoft? And uh, Kyle Disanja 
Disown. A frequent, frequent <laughs> podcast. Disown. Yes. Yes. Also a Beyond listener, it looks like. Uh, the Steam slash PC community is already used to a full digital space. Yeah. I think I think that's what the console market didn't like about it. It's just like it's unfamiliar territory to console owners, that's right? True. It's, it's something that consoles yeah. will learn to embrace in due time. By mm-hmm. force, if necessary. Yeah. I mean, Microsoft tried to force it. It didn't. Yeah. And yeah, it didn't work out this time. Well, another baby stepping it right, like digital libraries. You can yeah. buy all your games day one yep. on both consoles. Live. Yeah, and yep. that's going to introduce people to the possibility that you don't need a disc. You can just everything is always on on the internet. You want well, your games? They're there. You yeah, just have to I, log I mean, in I've already I've had some conversations on Twitter with people <laughs> where where I've sort of already uh, can more or less swayed them uh, to going all digital with Xbox One because. The, the two things you get when you go all digital on Xbox One are the instant switching, which mm-hmm. you don't get if you buy it on disc. It's you, you have to. There's a disc check, so you have to yep. change discs. Yeah. And then the other thing is what we something we get now, but you don't you don't think about it until you're like, oh yeah, it's a sixty there's sixty dollar games, and that's no sales tax. You don't yeah. have to go. You know, like uh, I mean, PS3 has this now, and Xbox as well. The games on demand. Like I bought Last of Us for PS3. Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually was – I couldn't find it in a store because yeah. it was shortly after yeah. it had come out. I did and the it was same still thing. hard to come by. So I'm like, okay, fine. I'll just download this off of PSN. No big deal. And it was fifty nine ninety nine. You know, I didn't have to pay. I mean, it, here in Northern California, we're at 9% tax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it would have cost me about another, you know, $5.50 or yeah. something. That's crazy. Plus the gas to go get it. I mean, the time works out to about the same because it took a money. It took a while to download. Sure. But, I mean, you could do that where, oh, I'm going to go to a movie tonight. Exactly. Or I'm going to work I'm, this morning. Exactly. Yeah, I'm going to put it on and go to bed. But, but, that, and, but that's another yeah. thing that you'll get if you go digital on Xbox One. You know, you're not paying sales tax. Yeah. You're just going to pay $60 for your games, not 65 or 66 depending yeah. Depending where you happen to live, and PSN and Xbox One or uh, Xbox Live are embracing the same thing that you can do with Steam, where you can just open your phone and buy something, and your box at home will turn on, download it. it out, I like that a lot. It. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Michael good. De Silva said Steam's doesn't let you use online friends games. Xbox did. Is that correct? Say that one more time. I'm just like, process so, that. so like on Steam, the yeah. Amnesia Outlast example. Yeah. You said that will not work on Xbox One. Could we both be playing Splinter Cell at the same time? Man, this is so. This is weird, and I'm trying to remember right now. Like, I oh, thought which, you wh- could how play. How does with... Xbox Gold work versus family sharing? Yeah. I think the way it works is Destin can access my library from his machine. If mm-hmm. I don't think you could both be playing the same. No, game I don't at think you can time. because I think if you're on your machine playing my digital library. You know, maybe it's you can play different games, but you can't play the same one. You absolutely can't play yeah. the same one. I believe that was. That you was how might it was. be able to play different games. Like you, you and I could not play Halo Five together on mm-hmm. with one copy of the game. You would have to buy your own. Yeah. Even if I share my stuff with you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think the last tweet says it best. Steve Lamson, uh, because it's cool to hate Microsoft right now. All the cool kids are doing it. Like well, um, I wouldn't call those kids cool. Well, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> He's being sarcastic, yeah, but no, it does seem like it's kind of like everybody's piling on Microsoft. Absolutely. Every time we put up a Microsoft story, it's a ton of negativity about Xbox One. Yeah, you know, stuff I am like both, that. Uh, it, an we Xbox did a fanboy fan- and yeah. a PlayStation fanboy because mm-hmm. I hate Xbox. So yeah, I think I balanced out in one. <laughs> we did a Final Fantasy thing, and they're like, "Yeah, get this on your Xbox One." Oh wait, and it's by far the like number one comment. It's just like any chance people have to pile on Xbox or Microsoft. 
you know, it seems like they're jumping on Those it. Those people should get hobbies or, like, yeah. it's not worth it. Like, I don't understand. Like, yeah, they had a terrible PR intro, but uh, they're doing better now. Whatever. It's video know. games. Yeah. It's going to be a good console. Mm-hmm. It is. I'm We're, excited. Uh, let's that's see. at 10 minutes. Two months, two months away, just about. Yeah, so, that's crazy. 12 weeks. Don't tell Excellent. us that. Don't say that. For more, wall, uh, get hit. For more of Podcast <laughs> Unlocked, you're, some of you are already listening to it, and the rest of you who are watching on video, please uh, look us up on iTunes. Search for Podcast Unlocked. You're the world's number one Xbox podcast every Wednesday Suck here on IG. That's right. Larry, we're coming for you, buddy. Mitch making friends. Actually, you'll have to come for us. I've invited him on this show a thousand times. Once again, initiating <laughs> the Twitter on. campaign. I, I, yeah, he'll get come at on. him. Tell him to get on this show. <laughs> at he Major will, Nelson. We'll have him. Don't worry about it. Uh, so for the news unlocked this week, let's start with uh, <clears throat> last week's show was kind of hilarious for those of you yeah. that were here. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I was gone. I still yeah, know no. what's going on. So uh, it, it, it worked out last week where we recorded the show on late Tuesday afternoon because – Normally, we record on Wednesday and then publish it immediately. But I thought I was going to be out of the office Wednesday. Turns out I wasn't. And then it turns out the Xbox One release date got announced at 6 a.m. Pacific time on Wednesday morning. So we, we had our show. You predicted the future. And, yeah, and by the, and uh, where we made our last-minute Xbox One release date predictions. Now, I did say, guys, remember, I said, I'm, I would bet that we will not have another show Without a release date. Mm-hmm. And in fact, we didn't even have that show no. without a release <laughs> date. <laughs> but yeah, so Destin, I, what did, what I did just want to point out, I was way off. Like, I say? said like December 31st. Are you sure? No, you didn't. November. You didn't say that. I said like November 31st. Oh, that's right. You, know, yeah. you said after Black Friday. Friday. Yeah, yeah. You're a crazy person. Uh, I know. Marty, you'd said the 24th. You were close. So My, I said the 24th. Uh, <laughs> On the show, but we did a pod. We did a game scoop uh, about a month ago, and yeah. evidently I said the twentieth on that. Oh, so, so you're just two days sure. off in either direction. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. I said the twenty second on that because I did get it right on something. Oh, okay. It just well, wasn't the show. No, because I I said the twenty second yeah, here right. last week. Yeah, you got that right. And then My- Jose said I think the fifteenth. Or yeah. did he say yeah right alongside Sony? But yeah, I really thought it would be. What's Sony? 15th? 15th. Yeah. I really thought they were going to go like the 14th or the third, like two, three, four days before. Like, right. Nope. Just kidding. Didn't I thought it would be 11, 12, 13. That would have oh, been yeah, such a great a day. That would have been awesome. That would have been yeah. such a great day. I'm surprised nobody's doing that. Or because like, there's no Call of Duty. Like, such well, a, like a something, marketing something must be, like Wonderland. It's a, it's a Tuesday. <laughs> something must yeah, have somebody's, that I mean, Might be Mario. there's always so many games in November. Maybe. Yeah, Mario would make me not release a console. Mario would make you not release? What? Like, why would they but, not release so it because here, of here's Mario? The, here's the thing. Yeah, now, that, <laughs> now that the date is out there, November 22nd, number one, are you guys happy with this date? Does it matter that it's two weeks after Sony in North America but two weeks before in Europe? Does no. it matter? Yeah, no. 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 Nobody's launching with anything that's a killer app. It wouldn't so. have mattered if it was What about Killer Instinct? <laughs> it's not going to be like a killer day one thing. If yeah. it was, Even if it were after Black Friday – or in December, like, big picture, long term, would not affect anything at all. Yeah. The, I mean, the launches are obviously important, but it's the, the way the launch is going to work is there will be limited supply. They will sell out 100% of the, the units, yep. and we will move on to next year where things start, you know, we start seeing one company pull ahead of the other. Right now, yeah. I think it's irrelevant. I agree. I agree. I think, you know, pre-orders <laughs> are going to take most of the supply for both yep. machines uh, on through through the rest of the year. And yeah, I just don't think two yeah two weeks. Uh, 
ahead or behind, yeah. either way is gonna is gonna matter in this in the long game. Mm-hmm. I have both pre-ordered, and honestly, I'm not really excited for the release dates because there's no game that I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get that on PS4 day one. Yep. Yeah. You know, I'll yeah, play I mean, Watch Dogs on PC. I'll have everything on PC already. So. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say of the pure console exclusives, mm-hmm. so maybe things that aren't out on PC mm-hmm. uh, that are that you can only get on either a PS4 or a, or a Xbox or an Xbox One. Dead Rising Three is probably at the top of my oh, list. Man, Forza, mm-hmm. Forza is going to be great too. I'm not even a huge Forza fan, but Jesus Christ, that yeah, game. no, hey, I've played it. It's it's great. Believe yeah. me, I I played the crap out of four, and it's mm-hmm. awesome. But yeah, I'm. Uh, those those two are definitely hard to argue with, and they'll be they'll be great to spend time with this November. I'm sure PS4 is going to have like a really kick-ass indie digital lineup. Day yeah, one. I just don't know what it is. The question with those games though is, will, they, will they be games that that are flashy enough to make you happy that you just spent four hundred dollars on a new console to play them on? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you look at I think PSP and Vita both launched with a Luminous game, yeah. where it's like okay. This is a really awesome puzzle game that totally makes the hardware worth it. It's not a big sweeping thing you can like show your friends like, look, it's the sound. This is why this is yeah, next yeah. gen. But it was awesome, and I'm Very sure true. that both consoles will have like a little surprise, um, kind of like a Geometry Wars esque, yeah, super memorable Hexic. little thing where you're like, this is awesome, and nobody saw this coming. Yeah, I hope you're right. All right, so uh, we also correctly predicted last week that Xbox One ads would uh, might show up on the NFL mm-hmm. kickoff stuff, and they did. Now, do you guys think – a few people tweeting at me like, oh, it doesn't matter. They didn't they even show any games on the commercial. These, this whole thing doesn't matter. Do you guys think that this NFL sponsorship partnership thing that Microsoft is doing will make a difference? I mean, I think it's smart. I don't think it's going to make a difference in terms of, like, this isn't going to win the war. But uh, smart of them. It's an audience that uh, has disposable income, will buy these consoles for games like Madden and Call of Duty. Like, why not try to be the one to go after them? It's a good audience to target. I mean, like you said, disposable income, all that other stuff. And uh, a lot of people watch the footballs. So, (laughs) you know, they're going to be spending their money somewhere. Good point. I think we are all in agreement. Isn't on that. Sony doing the same thing? Well, not with the NFL. Not with NFL. No, they're, they're well, then. Uh, with indie sports, <laughs> like curling and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bad, like the World sec. Badminton Tournament. <laughs> we support oh, indie sports. I love like the, uh, awesome. the XFL. Yeah. No <laughs> God, make it stop. A couple new game announcements this week. Yeah. That um, hope I'm Marty. I'm looking to you specifically yeah. to help mm-hmm. help explain to us here. Valiant Hearts. You showed yeah. me the trailer. It made me happy. Yeah. Yep. Give well, you, you, everybody wants to, should look up the ar- the article on IGN with your with your announcement story and preview. But yeah. Um, tell me about this interesting new downloadable title. So uh, yeah. So Ubisoft this week had a big thing called Digital Days, where they sort of uh, they, they showed us all of their upcoming uh, downloadable games and mobile games. Uh, and the two that really stood out to us were uh, Child of Light and Valiant Hearts. So both of which are made in the uh, UB art framework, which is what uh, Rayman, the Rayman Legends. Engine, yeah. Right? yeah, so you so know. pretty. Yeah, pretty much the way it is is like uh, the idea of it is to be able to just take concept art and kind of throw it right directly into the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Valiant Hearts is this you know gorgeous hand-drawn 2D game that's a sort of a puzzle adventure game that takes place during World War One. And uh, you play as these five different soldiers who are all 
you know, their fates are all sort of linked and they will cross paths throughout the war. <clears throat> but their one constant is this dog. And uh, it, the, all the stories are taken from real uh, uh-huh. letters. <laughs> Was that a dog noise? <laughs> no. Tim Allen. Next-gen dogs. Next-gen dogs. Connected through a next-gen dog. Generation of the dogs. They're they're all taken from real what, Marty? Uh, Real uh, letters that were found during the wars. So it's like almost like true stories. Um, But yeah, I mean, from what we saw, it was just gorgeous. Like, uh, there's no dialogue in the game, but the characters speak in sort of iconography. Uh, It felt very... Like, uh, oompa? Yeah, like, that's not iconography. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Um... Yeah, but it felt like a uh, almost like Incense. how uh, Mouse, the the graphic novel, handled uh, yeah. World War II. It seems like this is handling World War One in a similar way. Um, it looks gorgeous. My God! So we got dogs taking over gaming now. I love it. You yeah. got you've got uh, Valiant Hearts. You've got Chop in Grand Theft Auto yeah. Five. Yeah. We've seen him in the trailers. Caller Duty. You've got, of course, yeah, uh, yeah. Down a fucking Holy helicopter. Holy shit! <laughs> That gift. So there you, we, got, yeah. you guys are making me explicit this week's show. Yeah, sorry. Oh, sorry. I have, we just I got have excited. To Who took down now. a helicopter? We got, we got excited. Yeah, did you see that in the new, the the new Call of Duty trailer? Oh, I watched. He takes I, down a helicopter. I did, a, takes down, I did the rewind with, uh, <laughs> oh, Bobby, with Bobby. Bobby in 1984. I somehow missed that moment in the trailer when I watched it. I watched it, and I was like, that was an okay trailer. Saw the gif. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> that yep. Riley jumped into a chopper and ripped out the pilot. Yes. And therefore downed the chopper. Yeah, I'll play that game now. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, GTA, Call of Duty, Valiant Hearts, and I feel like there might even be one I'm leaving out, too, That's that's got some key dog themes to it. Nintendo Dogs 2DS. <laughs> not, well, a not a thing. Are yeah. they just making Call of Duty, like, a uh, uh, bunch of, like, ridiculous moments that would never take place in real life, like action yep. movies? Like yep, the newest so. Die Hard, yeah, they where they, if like... that dog, if Riley ends up with a space helmet on in space, that's going to be so awesome. Space dog. Space. so great. And then, yeah, Child of Light. Yeah, so Child of Light, uh, again, similarly built in the uh, UbiArts engine uh, or UbiArts framework, but it's by the, uh, the the creative team behind Far Cry 3. But it's sort of a... Uh, Mitch uh, just went, uh uh-huh. Yeah. No, man. <laughs> just <laughs> way so did Riley. Yeah. We got to take it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, uh, it's, it's this uh, 2D uh, adventure JRPG heavily inspired by things like Final Fantasy VI. Um, and again, this gorgeous multiplayer RPG. Goldfarb and I played it. Uh, he, you know, controls this main character who floats around the screen, and she, you know, you get into these turn-based battles. And I controlled this little, like her sprite friend, this little like flame that I could wander around the environment. I could go through walls and find treasures. I could, so yeah. dust and Elysian tale. It, it, it feels a lot like that, honestly. Um, yeah, but the combat's not real time. The combat's all. Uh, but even the multiplayer. It's a JRPG and type game, right? Yes, like a turn based role playing. Yeah, game? yeah. It's uh, it, it was it was phenomenal. It was one of those things we played for an hour, and I think immediately became you know one of our most anticipated. So games. what do you guys? I mean, are, I am really liking this new little mini trend that's come around of you know because budge, game budgets have gotten yep. so mm-hmm. big and out of control, and the risk is so high yeah. for a publisher. But yeah, we're starting to see. Uh, obviously, Ubisoft is is embracing it. We're starting to see these. Uh, I wrote it down as AAA, but with lowercase A's. Oh, uh, <laughs> titles. Ooh, but baby that's AAA. why yeah, you did that. I like that. See what I'm doing like there? That. You like that? Yeah. Well, yeah. So it's it's a it's a high quality, high production, downloadable title. That's you know that's maybe it's 2D or it's yeah. you know got it doesn't have like full hardcore 
you know, motion capped cutscenes or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But it's an interesting trend that yeah. seems to be starting. Yeah, up. and uh, you know, Ubisoft they were telling us how uh, they want to sort of create these like this indie mentality within the the, the structure of Ubisoft, right. so that if if you need a break from the you know sort of annualized franchises and you pitch an idea, you can go do this as opposed to leaving the company and starting your own studio. Uh, like Valiant Hearts is a team of like ten. I think Makes Child sense. of Light's a team of thirty. Like that's that's. I am so happy that these things can exist. You know, alongside uh, Watch Dogs, AC4, whatever the next Far Cry is. Yeah, because yeah, if, you, if for those of you don't that don't know, I mean, AAA game development is extraordinarily rigorous. Yep. yep. And it will. It, it has burned many people out. Yeah. You know, when you have to, when you have. You have to make that October 29th ship date for Assassin's Creed, whatever year it is, yeah. and you've got to get it done. And it's uh, and there's you know the entire weight of the company is on your shoulders. Yep. It's uh, it's not an enviable position to nope, be in. Not at all. Uh, it can drive you to uh, to drugs and alcohol. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> we all laugh at that. Prescription pills. <laughs> Addictions. <laughs> oh, pass me a beer. <laughs> All right, uh, the Xbox One Dash little little video hit the YouTube's. Yep, somebody that had one of the beta versions that's going around at Microsoft put up a little video of the the work in progress. Easy, Mitch. Sorry, I'm just yeah. banging around on the microphones. <laughs> Sorry, that probably that was there. a cacophony. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, uh, a beta version of the dashboard, a very very rough in progress version of it hit the YouTube's. I think that's mm-hmm. probably all been taken down. Maybe if Almost you look definitely. hard enough, you can find it, but uh, maybe not. Did you guys see it? Yeah, wasn't nearly yep. as interesting as I thought. I thought it would be. It's a lot of the stuff we've seen before, like when they promised, "Oh, you, when you hit the guide button, you can your game continues. You don't yeah. have to pause." And I was, okay, yeah, that works, and cool. it does. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how that's awesome. it works. Yeah, it's very Windows eighty. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's Windows eighty. Eight. eight. Yeah, they eight. skipped nine, ten, eleven, twelve, nineteen eighty. Windows nineteen eighty. Bloop. See, Colin. This is done with the podcast. <laughs> He's so checked out. He's like, I am. Why am I here? This is. Take me to TGS already. Yeah. The dashboard, yep. <laughs> I wasn't right. really excited by that video. I'm just like, nah. you know, okay, it's the dashboard. I'm sure here's, it's going to be Here's fine. the number one thing yeah. for me uh, with the dashboard make it fast. Yep. Yeah. If it's fast and responsive, I'm happy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can get around. I, I can ours forgive. now on the 360 isn't that fast. It's not that it's fast. Awful. No. Uh, I can I can forgive maybe some navigational things as long as it's quick. Yeah. If I can yeah. get to and from things quickly, I'm happy. Like I hate how long it takes when you press the guide button on 360 now for it to actually pop up and show you what you want and then to hit it again to get yep. back to what you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. the, the guide in particular – I mean the dash itself is okay, but yeah, the guide stuff in particular is really slow, yeah. and I hate it. So if that's better this time around, I'm going to be a much happier camper. All right, last story this week, guys, is Albert Pinello talking to our friends at GameSpot, yep. saying that, hey, the the whole cloud thing, the Microsoft Azure cloud service, maybe backwards compatibility could be done through that someday, somehow, some way. Oh, yeah, that's how it works. That's yeah. how video game architecture works. Magic You can fairies. just use the cloud, and it's problem solved. No, this is never going to happen. Backward compatibility is dead. Do not let this give you false hope. They will resell us old games. Yeah, before they do that. That like that is Ryan put a note here that it's a stall tactic, and it's absolutely that. There's no way this is happening. That's my thought on it. It's uh, I'm with you. It's because see, we saw it last generation. 
people get when you tell them that there's the new system's not going to be backwards compatible, they flip out because they think, mm-hmm. "Oh well, I need to this, buy all my games again." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This this thing I have is now garbage. When it's not, yeah. it still works. People, your 360 will still work. Yep. Provided it's not an original Red Ring prone version, <laughs> that is. But uh, yeah, it's and so. But then after the system comes out, no one cares anymore. Like as soon as the system's out, backwards compatibility stops being anything anyone gives two S's about. Yep. I don't care about the, like, disc games not being backwards compatible, but the fact that my Xbox Live library can't transfer over really kind of irks me. Because a lot of those games I go back and I play all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so it's going to be one of those little, I have to have this plugged in and just have more garbage under my TV. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I get that. I mean, so it's not, a like, a deal breaker. Right. It's more of a nuisance than a problem. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like there have been stats that from last gen that showed that's something like only 5% or something of, of Xbox 360 owners ever put an Xbox original Xbox disc wow. in their drive. Yeah. Like it was a, it was a very, very tiny fraction. Yeah. But it's also like if, you know, if you don't get around to playing GTA until later, you're going to have to use your old console. Same thing with Final Fantasy 13, three, same thing with murdered soul suspects, same thing with dark souls. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, well, then that means you're being given plenty of reason to keep your console. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, like the with the original Xbox, it was just cut off. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was yeah. cut off. I mean, it was knees. cut off before then. Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah, new system. We're, yeah. We're we not... announced the Xbox 360. Fuck this thing. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, we're going to stop losing money now on the old one. We're <laughs> yeah. just going to start selling the new one. Hey, we love cash. But Give us some of that. We'll see. I mean, uh does anyone do do any unlock listeners really genuinely truly deep down in your hearts care about backwards compatibility? Unlock the I don't. I don't. Do you guys? I, 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 I do. do. I honestly do. I do. You like do. I bought my PlayStation 360 gig when I heard they were phasing out uh the backwards compatibility with future ones. Yep. So uh I picked that up cuz now I have that one console. I can play every PS2 and PlayStation 1 game, but and I don't need to have that extra console. Understand that. On my, However, on my I would ask you this. Do yeah. you ever play a PS2 or PS1 game on it? Uh, yeah, I do uh, occasionally, yeah. but mostly because I work in video, and sometimes I have to capture old games. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, yeah. So that's, that's a, unique, a very specific but for your, case. But for your personal yeah. life, you do not. But you just, you just – you were comforted. See, this is actually exactly yeah. the point. You were comforted that it can do it. Mm-hmm. It's a comfort feature. You didn't yeah. actually use it, though. That, that's the I point. I use that, it. That's I, the point I definitely that, used it. Have I used it recently? No. Right. Yeah. So that's the exact point that Microsoft and Sony would make mm-hmm. about both of these consoles not being backwards compatible. Yeah. I mean, I get it if you – like, if you're actually using it, you, if you would actually use the feature, great. But I think most people are in the same boat as you. Mm-hmm. They're like they, – it's like their safety blanket. They're, you know, if this were the peanuts, yeah. they'd, be, they'd be Linus. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, my blanket. Yeah. But then they wouldn't – they don't actually make the, use of the it. The only yeah. – uh, I don't know. The weird thing about – to me, it almost comes across as uh, forgetting your past or not wanting people to sort of uh, embrace the idea of, of nostalgia and sort of learning roots. Oh, they absolutely will, though, when they sell it back to you. Yes, exactly. That's what. That's how it'll be marketed. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Some one of you guys mentioned it earlier. Yeah, talk about that. Like, is that that seems to be what publishers have figured out? Because with with backwards compatibility this generation with the PlayStation Three reading PS Two stuff and the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty reading original Xbox games, publishers didn't make a dime yeah. off that no. stuff. Microsoft put in all the work. And then nobody saw any money. It was not, not worth it for anyone. Not Microsoft yeah. and not the publishers. Now we're starting to see 
these HD re-releases and remakes. Let's the HD re-releases yeah. in particular. Three years from now, happening. you will get like a Gears of War HD re-release, ten year anniversary, ten eighty K, like yeah. sixty frames. Yep. Per no, it'll be like four K in ten years or whatever the new term is. That's hot. But you guys think that's where it's heading? Is yep. the yeah. publishers are going to monetize it in lieu of backwards compatibility? Yeah. Now let me let's yeah. put it. Let's take it a step further. Do you think? Do you guys think that publishers had any influence on the PS4 and the Xbox One not being backwards compatible for that exact reason? No, because I'm no. sure Microsoft had no interest either. Yeah. Microsoft and Sony looked at backward compatibility and said, "Hey, this is expensive." Nope. I, I think one way they did have influence, though, is like they started seeing, hey, the sales of these HD versions of old games are doing really well. Maybe we should stop doing backwards compatibility. Yeah, you know? I think that's definitely possible. Yep. I mean, yep. the difference is get them where it hurts. There the is an book. investment. Like the publishers do have to spend some money, mm-hmm. but it's generally such a relatively low amount of money mm-hmm. that they're going to make it back. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. they're going to make it back. Hey, we're on tech fetish now. <laughs> it changes. We're good. <laughs> How come Our background is changing for the audio yeah. listeners. Yeah, there's, uh, there's weird red stick, red lipstick, yeah. <laughs> lip smack. I made a special yeah. podcast, podcast on Lock logo. Fresco. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, that's all the relevant news this week in Xbox Land. Yes, Mitch, well, yep. I'm going to welcome you back. Yep. Good to have you back. Thank you. Take us through the marketplace report. What can we spend our hard-earned money on this week, uh, if this, anything? This week you can spend your money on exactly one thing, and it's NHL 14, which I actually do not know if is any good this year. I, uh, is Colin's review live? Game's out. I don't. Colin's not reviewing. I believe Jack is reviewing it. Is that yes, true? that is that yes. is definitely true. All right. Um, I've been hearing some rumblings from some people who've played this game that it is not great. Really? That it's good, but not what? like the exceptional leap. Hasn't that it, it been has great been for a while? Yeah, and year over Did year, they mess it up. Apparently, it's just like they're recycling old animations. It's just very mm. obviously a hack, quick job. At, at the end of the generation, yeah. It just uh, one more. We have this cool new physics system, but that's for next time. And the rest of it is just like recycle that shit. You know that that's not out of the realm of possibility that maybe uh, you know a with all due respect a B team, B team. did yeah. this one, and the, the you know the, the the main guys and gals are working hard on uh, next gen NHL. Totally. Possible. Has anyone ever made a hockey game, but like you could stab somebody with your skates or just Dude, like over NHL ninety four was oh, the mutant closest hockey. thing because you could yeah. you could <clears throat> knock people to the ice and their heads would bleed <laughs> and then ambulance would come and cart them all. Really? Awesome. That's yeah. amazing. That's a thing. I guess there was Mutant League hockey, Mitch said. Is that yep, true? There was yeah. Mutant League football. Did there was also Mutant League football. Did you not yep. I didn't know about hockey. I don't think awesome. There was Mutant League hockey. <laughs> it was yeah. so really? good. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Well, that's We cool. need more of that. You can also get demos of FIFA 14 and Pro Evolution 14 this week so you can figure out which of those you uh, want to avoid. That's Pro Evolution. Quick conspiracy theory. <laughs> yep. FIFA will be the better. So It always is. If we run, if we keep running with this uh, this idea of NHL 14 being done by the B team, while the while the A team works on next gen version, I know NHL 14 has an NHL 94 mode. Yep. Do you think that was done t- as sort of like, here, look at this pretty yeah, little yeah, thing? Yeah. To Whoa, take... we did this cool thing, yep. and Slide we put NHL 94 yeah. on the disc. Like, do you think that was Whatever. very intentional to? Yeah. To like, distract oh no! The here's the it. shiny, pretty new thing. Look yeah. at this! Look at look 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 over here. Almost sorry, definitely. our game's bad. <laughs> Playable demo of Diablo three as well. Uh, that game is now out as well. Right? I'm, su- I'm yeah, surprised it's out. Yeah, it's out. I'm surprised okay. they did a, a demo. Me too. Uh, apparently that game is awesome on consoles. Oh, it is. Okay. We Not have surprising. a. By the way, we have a Let's Play series. It's me oh, cool. and uh, Vince, our new guy again, Vince awesome. and Janito. It's Vince's level sixty 
Whoa. Witch Doctor playing on Inferno difficulty. Brutal. So we decided to shoot on that. On console? Yeah, on Xbox. How do you get power through it that quickly? It's, so we decided, yeah, let's do let's do let's do a let's play series on Inferno difficulty. Either if you're interested in Diablo, but you know you just have decided you're not going to play that far, play yeah, and you yeah. want to see what Inferno looks like. Or if you are going to play that that far, this gives you an idea of what to expect. Right. I got to the third act on normal and stopped. So <laughs> the the first two episodes are up now, and then the other two go up Thursday, Friday. So they, uh, depending when you hear this, they might all be up. So do the let's look. plays uh, get as depressing as your lunch was the other day with this? <laughs> no, much cheerier. Much cheerier. <laughs> Far Cry Three Blood Dragon is half off this week uh, right now, fifty percent off, which brings mm. it to seven bucks. I think. I think it was seven fifty. Right. Yep. Yeah. A hundred percent buy that game. It's great. You can get free Magic the Gathering. Duels of the Planeswalker 2013, which is a year old, but still excellent. Uh, Magic the Gathering is awesome on XBLA. Definitely get that for free. Uh, that's your free games with gold game for the first half of the month. The second half is a personal favorite of mine, Rainbow Six Vegas. Yes. Yeah. So good. Yep. That game holds back up. When, back when uh, Rainbow Six was relevant and before Ubisoft just mucked Killed it up. It. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mucked own. it up by saying, oh, we're just not going to release one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Vegas one still holds up. I, I still play that game regularly. That was friends. one of the first real, like, next-gen is here yes. kind of games. Totally. Yeah, it looks that game, so good. People give COD 4 a lot of credit for, like, the XP and the suiting up thing. Or, like, the customization options. Like, nope, Vegas did it first. I was so happy to see Garage in Vegas 1 as one of the multiplayer maps. Was it? I didn't know if it was, like, yeah. a remake or what. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and that's the marketplace. Excellent. Thank you very much, Mitch. Be right back with the Unlock Block Trivia. Unlock block. Can you take on the challenge? Yeah! All right, gentlemen. Time for some trivia. Mitch has run away. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> All of a sudden, you just started crying. Yeah. And he ran out of the room. Hi, Mitch. Yeah, it was upsetting. Yeah. Uh, maybe Those he, memories. Yeah, he harkened back to his friendship ending over <laughs> Persona 4. Yeah, I think it was the dogs that got him. Maybe. A lot of dog talk. All right, so it's just the, the real podcast unlocked <laughs> now the, the guys who really care marty and destin and myself so gentlemen this week's question comes to us from uh from ireland which is an awesome place i've been there i love ireland i've ne- never uh, neil mcginnis which there is an, as irish as that it is, gets that is now i want to get hell irish <laughs> now i want to get and he wins this week he's gonna win uh, apparently i've been told that we are out of Guitar Hero Van Halen's. That no, finally happened. Well, I say I think we somehow lost a box of them because there were like three boxes of <laughs> like three hundred up to the fourth. Floor. Yeah, we somehow went <laughs> when social is like I throw on these in the garbage. I'm tired of shipping them out every week. I mean, I did suggest one day that maybe we just like make, literally make it rain off the roof of the building <laughs> and just amazing. see if people. Yeah, while there's like up. right before a Giants. Game yeah, exactly, right before a ball game. Yeah. But uh, it seems that we don't have any more. So now, if you have your question chosen for unlock block, you'll just win a. Let's call it an IGN prize pack. Sometimes we've got T-shirts. Sometimes we've got other various game tchotchkes. So prize it'll... pack insinuates multiple things. Let's just go with IGN prize. Okay. And just you'll, in you'll... case, because well, like right. I know I... we have T-shirts. IGN prize pack, but it is mailed to you in a pack edge. Ah, okay. So it, it, might, it might just be one thing. An IGN <laughs> prize pack asterisk prize actually contains one <laughs> item. Right. So uh, Neil McGinnis will get something out to Ireland for you. And his question for you guys is, uh, with some of you, meaning meaning Destin and myself, visiting Germany recently for Gamescom, which of these games was eventually 
cleared for classification, meaning release, yeah. rating and release, in Germany. Oh, wow. Uh, he accidentally wrote <laughs> down Gears of War twice, so yeah. I guess we're going to have three multiple-choice answers. <laughs> Gears of War, Mortal Kombat, or Crackdown? Seeing he put Gears of War twice, I'm going to pick it and give myself 50% chance, or a 33% <laughs> chance. 33% So I'm chance. playing the odds. Uh, okay, so Mitch, right before he left, said Mortal Kombat, and just to be different, I'm going to say Crackdown. I... Uh, obviously already saw the answer. I didn't know the answer to this, uh, but I hate Mitch for getting it right while leaving. <laughs> Mortal Kombat was eventually greenlit for release. Like, was this the Germany. original Mortal Kombat? Or is this no, the, the new the one, recent, 9. The recent yeah. 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 I will say, uh, to, to Neil's question, when we were in Germany and we were cruising through, uh, one of, there was actually a, a GameStop right de- downtown, right next I to the I swear cathedral. Gears of War was there. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But there were some of the games had... Labels on them that said 100% uncensored. So, like, to, to really emphasize, hey, look, mm-hmm. this game hasn't been nerfed now that wow. it's been released in Germany. So, yeah. um, that is a thing over yeah, there. That's wild. You can have all the boobies and butts you want in <laughs> Germany, just Good. easy on the violence, whereas America is the opposite. The opposite yeah. yeah. It's easy on the Down boobies, with boobies and, butts. and butts. Well, we yeah. saw a side boob. This is a hard M. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, uh, yeah, if you want to win yourself an IGN prize pack, asterisk, (laughs) send your Xbox-related trivia question along with four multiple-choice answers. Please note the correct answer. Some of you have been sending in good questions that you don't note what the answer is, and I don't want to look it up. So please please do the work for me. Hey, you are getting a prize for it after all. But send your question, four multiple-choice answers, noting the correct answer to unlocked at IGN.com, and we'll play again, of course, next week. So, gentlemen, we come to the end of another podcast, Unlocked, episode 112. We, um, lost, we lost a good man along the way. Yeah, he's, <laughs> his sacrifice will not Not everybody can make it through a whole podcast. <laughs> I keep forgetting. Well, see, Mitch is always the guy that does this, and I always forgot. Now I'm going to remember on, in his, on his behalf. We have ourselves a lovely Facebook group. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. totally fan run. Yeah. The unlocked yeah. podcast, unlocked Facebook group. Yeah, I believe if I've remembered it correctly from Mitch, facebook.com slash groups slash podcast unlocked. Okay. Believe that is the correct. It is. Insane. It is like one of the like healthiest like areas of discussion I see on the internet. It is. Yeah, like, it is the opposite of a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. And it's like people <laughs> can disagree with each other, but still just have like a friendly debate. Yes, it's awesome. So join that up if yep. you are if you, if you are a. Uh, Looking for a a uh, healthy conversation yeah. with someone. Uh, Marty, what are you working on that we should be checking out on IGN? That's a good question. Uh, I This week I reviewed Outlast and Amnesia. So I'm that's a, just that's a heck of a just never right sleeping there. again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, both of which were good. So you should check both of those out. Scarier game. Uh, if, different kinds of scary. Uh, Outlast is jump out of the closet scary, and Amnesia is psychological. Which one's scary. scarier? Take I a li- stand. I like Amnesia more. Okay. So, yeah. Which one's scarier? Not which Shut one you up, like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amnesia. Yeah. And then we're going to... Okay, uh, not going to answer it. Yeah, we're going to Tokyo, so we'll have a, we'll have a lot more cool <laughs> stuff uh, coming for you in the next uh, week or so. I think we're seeing a bunch of Xbox stuff on Thursday. Excellent. Yeah. So, Tokyo is going to be great. Yeah, Tokyo is going to be great. It is, awesome. yeah. Yeah. You guys are gonna have a, a ball, ball over there. I, I hear it's it's humid and sticky though. Dress accordingly. Prepare to sweat. Yeah, it's gonna be lot. hot. We're gonna sweat a lot. It's what I've been I'm told. Just gonna start crying about about <laughs> Tokyo and yeah. TGS time in September. Yeah. Uh, Destin, what are you working on? 
I'm working on some top fives, but uh, they're just kind of in production, so they're going to take a while, I think, mm -hmm. based on the one I'm trying to edit today that's taking way longer. But I've been doing a lot of Let's Plays. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have, like, a 20-part Outlast Let's Play that's Damn, being son. rolled out every day at 3, and then uh, Amnesia should roll out at 3.30. So I'm playing through the two scary games. Just kind of did it at home because I wanted to, and I'm like making sure the IGN audience uh, well, gets to experience you, you, those you games You can play with in me. the dark at home, right? Yeah, well... Uh, I leave the monitor on so that you can see me, because if I shut off all my lights, then you can't see anything. Well, so, of course your yeah. monitor's on. Yeah. How but, else could you see the game? Well, everybody's giving me crap in the comments, because I, like, I have enough light in the room so that I, you can Wait, see how, me. how are you supposed to play the game without a monitor? No, I have two monitors, sorry, oh, to explain. Okay. okay. <laughs> so the second monitor is on. You understand why yeah. we were really yeah, yeah, we were just like yeah. staring at Destin like, of I'm so used, you left I've the monitor I've worked with on. two monitors for so long. I just think okay, everybody gotcha, works gotcha, like gotcha. that. Okay. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Playing mostly in the dark, dimly lit room. Amnesia is the scarier game, in my opinion, so far. We well, shall see. Easy. You just agreed with Marty. Yeah, no, he yeah, never yeah. took a stand. He said, yeah, he "I like." He said, "I like Amnesia more." But he said, "Not it, it's scary." You grilled him again, and he and said, I said, "Amnesia, yeah, yeah, just to shut you up." <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what yeah, about you? Everybody probably already judging from the awesome traffic numbers that are making us ha very happy around yeah. here. Pretty much all of you read my Grand Theft Auto Online oh, hands-on from last week. Yeah. I actually just put it into video form. Oh, nice! If you want to just, if you haven't seen it and just want to watch it. Is that uh, what you were filming by yourself this morning? Yep, that I felt was really it. really bad for you. You were, like, in the corner. I like, know. Just an empty chair next to you. Yeah, it was yeah. it was. Ryan McCaffrey here. Let me take you on a journey <laughs> through Grand Theft Auto Online Ryan here with me, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, what else? What else? What else? Well, the Let's Plays with Vince. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I just, yeah, I wanted an excuse to be around Diablo 3 for Xbox. And There's Vince. Some. Well, yeah, since, you know. And we had another AMA go off, right? Ooh, yeah, the yeah. weekly. Those are still rolling. The the Ask Microsoft Anything About mm -hmm. Xbox One features. Um, yeah, not not my favorite group of answers that we got back this week. Yeah. So uh, we sort of redoubled, put out the call again to people, and I got a lot. I got a fresh supply of some really genuinely good questions. That's awesome. So hopefully Microsoft and Mark Witten will see fit to answer a good lot of them. That's right. For this coming Monday. So, yeah, tune in for that every Monday afternoon. It's uh, 2 o'clock Pacific, 5 Eastern. And that's it. Mm -hmm. We've got ourselves an app on Xbox Live on your 360. Download the IGN app, and you can watch all of our either video reviews through there, live streams. And the IGN iPhone app just got updated, and it's yeah, really cool. Actually, that's really, an iPhone yeah, and an iPad that's yeah. really, really worth mentioning. Uh, yeah, the iOS app. I mean, it's not just us talking it up. Like, we got a – I mean, it's out now, but we got a demo of it uh, Notice early. I didn't talk about it before, but it's, now that it's great. It's actually genuinely awesome because you, yeah. can, you can customize it to only feed you things you're interested in. So if you're, you know, you're an Unlocked fan, you only want to see 360 and Xbox One things mm -hmm. on, on, yep. the, uh, on IGN, you can set our iOS app for your either iPad or iPhone to do that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, or like even if you just want entertainment news, you can yeah. cut out all game news or vice versa. Yep. So yeah, it's so really cool. it's very very neat. So download that for your iOS device, please. We would love you forever. Mm -hmm. And I think we're done. Mm -hmm. yeah, so most of you already subscribe to the show for free through iTunes, where you just go to the iTunes store and search "Podcast Unlocked," and you can subscribe for free there. We're also on the Zune Marketplace. 
We are on IGN.com, of course, and most major podcasts or what have you places where you get podcasts. Mm-hmm. I believe they call those websites. Websites. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So follow us on Twitter at Destin Legary, mm-hmm. at McBiggity, mm-hmm. two G's, two T's. Woo woo. What? I like that voice. <laughs> <laughs> at Mitchie D, and I am at DMC underscore Ryan. I uh, want to thank everybody for listening. And we'll be back with uh, with good old. Let's see, what do we got? Uh, one twenty? No, one thirteen. We'll be next Wednesday, so we'll see you then. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.